0: Welcome to the pemberley podcast a podcast where we discuss jane austen adaptations now covering sanditon i'm yolanda rodriguez
1: and i'm jillian davis we're proud partners of the frolic podcast network a community made up of your favorite voices in all of romancelandia and beyond keep up with us on twitter and instagram at the pemberley and email us any questions at the at gmail.com
0: Hey everyone, just wanted to note that this week and next week's episodes were recorded prior to shelter-at-home orders slash quarantine, so when we talk about recently going to the theaters, obviously it's been a little while now since that happened, but hope you're all staying safe and healthy, and hope we can bring a bit of joy to your day. And with that, enjoy the episode.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome back to The Pemberley Podcast, coming to you live from my apartment where we're in, it's like raining outside and it's also pandemicking outside <laughs> we should talk about some joy that we experienced recently before we were forced to not gather in crowds we both saw emma yeah emma the movie is out yep i will say
0: didn't go into emma with high expectations i just thought it's gonna be an adaptation we're gonna get the nice dresses the mm-hmm. world and everything but oh my goodness
1: I loved it so much. I felt the same way. Is it weird? Because like, you know- I feel like people expect us to just automatically be stoked for any Jane Austen adaptation. Right. And I want to be a little picky, you know, like if it weren't, like I love Emma approved, but I wouldn't call Emma like the thing that I'm always dying to see. Sure. So I was like, all right, let's just see what happens. You know, like, um, I hope I'll enjoy myself. And I really did. Yeah. I really, really did. It was a good movie.
0: Yeah. I think the Autumn Wilde, who is the director, yes. yeah. she, and I mean, I'm sure it was part of the art direction too, but the aesthetic of this movie was just, it really leaned into like this really cute and like flowery aesthetic.
1: Gorgeous. That Gorgeous.
0: not any Austin adaptation I think has really done that. I mean, any Austen adaptation really just leans into like, this is a period piece. We're really gonna just be authentic and accurate to the time. And this took a different turn and that I think and just really added to the story too of just like how prim and proper Emma
1: Woodhouse is. Yeah. No, so much of the, um, of the comedy, so much of the moments that really, like, had me on the edge of my seat because the dork. Just, like, the little glances and the little, like, when she, like, poked the window open. Just, like... Every these little movement. Subtle, subtle movements yeah. that just, like, really brought you into, like, oh, is this important to her? Is yeah. The, what is this to her? Or, like, to him or whatever. And just, like, I loved all of those little moments.
0: Which I will say then, the best character who captured those moments so perfectly was Mr. Woodhouse. I knew you were going to say it. Bill Nye. He was... My favorite character probably of this movie like really took this small role and made it this special thing to really
1: watch. He's a scene stealer, for sure. Oh my goodness. The funny thing is, (laughs) so I've, uh, this is a confession, I've not read... Emma okay um so Emma approved and also the Gwyneth Paltrow version are like what I know of the story Mm -hmm. and so I feel like you always forget about Mr. Woodhouse you Mm -hmm. know and he just did a great job of making sure this character was unforgettable like he's like is that a chill is that a draw (laughs) like just moving all these screens everywhere to like he's such a hypochondriac and he's like and he hates his son-in-law I know (laughs) so much he's just like the worst day of my life the day she got
0: married (laughs) when Isabella got married
1: (laughs) oh Oh, and, like, also – because, I mean, John Knightley is, um, is the son-in-law. yeah. And so I love that uh, – what was it? It was, like, the Christmas scene. Yeah. Isabella, she's just, like, freaking out. She's like, John, we're leaving, we're leaving. And he's like, and, like, death – i follow and then yeah. he, like gets up and, and like oh my god the com- the comedy of it is hilarious so everyone's so
0: dramatic it's yeah. so great i will say i feel like you get more of like just how rich they are too out of this movie mm-hmm. of like both emma and mr knightley you're like oh you're like rich rich yeah <laughs> and it's such a difference especially when we get into sanditon of like the difference of like charlotte's life versus emma's life are just different worlds
1: And I felt like I really saw that class discrepancy between Harriet and Emma the most. Because, like, Emma, I mean, like, Emma's very generous. She, like, gets up every morning and she has people pick flowers for her. And Mm -hmm. she, like, she basically sort of, like, brings little goods to, you know, the people in her town. Yeah. And Harriet is, like, a schoolgirl, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she sleeps on a pallet. She's, like, a gentleman's daughter. But she just kind of, like, doesn't have much going on. She's just, like, at school in this town.
0: Yeah. Highly recommend the movie. Uh Definitely go see it. Uh Hopefully it's online soon, too, because I want to watch it again. No, I'm,
1: like, I remember when I saw it in the theaters, I was like, this is not the last time I'm seeing this movie. Yeah, definitely. Like, not by, like, I can't wait to see it again.
0: Speaking of Jane Austen adaptations, Uh let's go back into Sanditon. Going into episode
1: three. So the official logline of episode three is Charlotte does all she can to avoid Sydney, but an emergency unites them. Mm -hmm. Which is like a very, because there's so many, so much happening in all of these episodes. I feel like that's almost a gross oversimplification. It it really,
0: like the PBS uh, Masterpiece episode loglines are just like, here's one piece of this episode. And you're like, there's so much more. Here's what's going on with Charlotte and no one else. (laughs) Because there are so many characters in this show I think now I know everyone's names I can at least keep track of who everyone is
1: mm-hmm. so we are uh, next day after innocent Charlotte was just walking along the beach she's picking up seashells minding her own beeswax yep. and then a naked man a naked Sydney Parker just jumps out of the just ocean appears out of nowhere and just is like hey and she's like hi <laughs> and no one talks about the fact that he's naked because they're British yeah <laughs> And then we're the next day, and Mrs. Parker greets her with, like, Hey, did you find any great seashells? And Charlotte's like, Nope, uh uh, nothing. There was <laughs> nothing. nothing of interest down nothing by the water. at all. At- all, nothing.
0: <laughs> There's this interesting scene where the vicar is out with Miss Lamb and the ladies
1: and they're all painting. They were supposed to paint the sea. I feel really bad for Georgiana because like, and this is something we can sort of talk about closer to the end because Sydney says it yeah. to Charlotte, but she's like, you know, you're not a very compassionate Patient man, and he's like, "That's not my job as a guardian. My job mm-hmm. as a guardian is to make sure that she become she like becomes a respectful young lady." So, Cindy Parker is like tough love. He's oh, yeah. like not the kind of guardian who's going to be like, "Tell me like about tell your me day, feelings. Tell me about. <laughs> tell me I want to know what you're feeling about everything." Like, no. no, he's just like, "Okay." so he like found her like a nanny who's like looking over two other girls. Yeah, I call them the white chicks. Okay. <laughs> Just like painting and they're like super excited to become proper young ladies and Georgiana's just like sick of everyone. Like she hates yeah, it there. She's lonely. She's
0: out of w- her comfort zone. She's yeah. in a place she doesn't want to be and mm. she's like has All these rules where she basically never gets to leave her room.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, she hates being in England, but at least in London, she like, had a certain someone that we'll get into. But here, like, this is just like a weird side trip. Like, she has to go wherever Sydney goes. And so that's kind of what leads us into our next scene where Tom Parker is like lecturing Sydney. He's like, look, I'm counting on you to bring rich, fashionable people from London to Sanditon, and they're like, wow, I love it here. I'm staying forever. <laughs> and the guys that he's brought along with him, Babington and other and guys. <laughs> and Other rich <laughs> gentlemen whose name is not really important. They're like, thanks for bringing us here. We're bored now. We want to go back to London. And so Sydney's arguing like, I can't force them to stay. And Tom's like, well, I need you to make them want to stay because otherwise no one will.
0: Tom Parker is putting so much pressure on his brother to like really pull in people and really pull his connections but like, Tom Parker, what are you doing to help the situation too? <laughs> I mean, that's whats
1: he's kind of like, he's trying to delegate. Like, I feel bad for him because he's just like, he does take a lot of that pressure on his own shoulders, you mm-hmm. know? But he's like trying to oversee the building of houses and like making this a fashionable thing. His, his plot line for the episode is like finding a fashionable physician mm. that's going to attract people there. Yeah, and yeah. so he's like delegated to Sydney Bring people here to like enjoy everything that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Sydney's argument is, well, there's nothing interesting here for them. And he's like, well, I'd have interesting stuff if you would bring people here and then they'd like find something interesting to do. <laughs> it's just like a push and pull.
0: Yeah. So while uh, Sydney is trying to convince his friends to stay or right before they're about to leave, Babington sees Esther walk mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and he's kind of been rejected by her before. But he's into it. Oh, yeah. He's like
1: really into being rejected he, Yeah, her. he's
0: just like, this is new. This is different. She's not like other girls. Who like throw themselves at I you. Know. Yeah, because I mean, he's a man of wealth. Mm. and status mm-hmm. and I'm sure he's used to women really pursuing him mm-hmm. and so this is a very a change in pace for him to like actually pursue someone yeah. who very much so is only interested in her brother.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I, This is the first time, because like definitely this whole time I've like not liked Esther. She gives me right. Caroline Bingley vibes for sure. Yeah,
0: I think in this episode we're starting to get a little more about like who is Esther? She's not just like this surface level Caroline of like, I'm better than everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think we start to get a little more of like, what's going on with this situation? Who are you really? And are you safe? From Right now. <laughs> well
1: exactly and so she um i feel really bad because you know she's standing there with her brother edward and he's like "Ooh, look who it is it's your crush or whatever yeah. and she's like there's only one man that i'm interested in like that yeah. and i feel so bad because babington is handsome yeah. he's jovial and he's not her brother which I is, like i think are very admirable qualities exactly. in a match <laughs> and he does try to like woo her
0: babington why do you persist when you are treated with so little civility.
1: Perhaps it's the fascination of what's difficult. All I know is the more I see you, and the more nonchalantly you reject my advances, the more intense my desire for you grows. Part of me thinks he's too into the yeah. fact that she's just like, it's a no for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, you're too into this
1: chase. Like, she but... keeps swiping left, and he's like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah cuz I'm like is there are there any hints that she's giving him but I no mean, it's no. literally she's
1: just like she I keeps want you shooting to shooting him down. Stop. Yeah. Maybe she's so intense about the way she's like get out of my face that he's like oh she really cares. Cuz he
0: do- she does like lean into him a bit and she's like nice try basically yeah. and he's like she's into me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like I've got a shot. <laughs> but no, it definitely as the season develops we're going to see a lot more between her and her brother who is not as loyal in his affections for her no. as she is for him, which like I don't think there should be any affections, just like mm. speaking as a human being. Nope. It's it's really sad. At least in Game of Thrones, Jaime and Cersei. Oh wait, no, they weren't even equally devoted to each other because like Cersei was sleeping with other people. Anyway, it's really. I disappointing. haven't
0: seen Game of Thrones. I know,
1: and I'm I'm totally off base here because like there's no sibling, there's no sibling romance I've ever seen. Not that we should be seeing a lot of them. Where I'm just like there's it's no equal love. Right. (laughs) Back from that weird (laughs) tangent. Sydney is reprimanding Georgiana for her obscene painting that we don't get to see. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I kind of hate it here, so I'm not going to play by your rules. And that's where he's like, I'm your guardian until you're 21. Two more years we're stuck with each other, so can you please make this easy on me? And she's like, no. I feel bad for both of them.
0: Yeah. So then this is when the doctor comes in.
1: Yeah, there's a whole scene where Tom is trying to convince Lady Denham that, like, the thing that Sanditon needs is a physician. Not only that, he's a hydropathy physician. And I had to Google this because I didn't know what it meant. And it is the treatment of illness through the use of water either internally or through external means such as steam baths. It has some relief in terms of like pain, but like sure. it's it's not gonna like cure cancer. <laughs> right, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like for more
1: for like if you have a cold or mm-hmm. kind of more like mild like inhale symptoms. inhale steam, you know? Right. That kind of thing. And so Lady Denim is like, it sounds like nonsense to me. and He's <laughs> like, it's not nonsense, but even if it is, it's nonsense that people are gonna love. Yeah. So he brought Dr. Fuchs in to demonstrate all of his uh, fun toys. I
0: love that the the two Parker siblings, which I always forget, I, they're siblings, they're not married. Okay. Yeah, they have like the face masks on too, and they're mm-hmm. like testing everything out. I forget her name, but the sister mm-hmm. just always thinks she has something, and she's yeah.
1: There's like a lot of hypochondriacs in yeah. the awesome world. <laughs> yeah, they like spread mineral masks on their face, which is something that like people use today. Mm-hmm. Do I buy into that scheme? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've like, got a mineral yes. mask in my bathroom right now. <laughs> Parasitic worms. Not that. I think that stopped trending long ago. <laughs> His piece de resistance is this interior heated bath. Mm-hmm. And it's like a huge contraption where like you, there's privacy and you like get in the copper tub and like you get warm water pumped into the tub. Major deal.
0: Which this is when Clara has taken a turn about the room and she goes to talk to Edward for a long while mm-hmm. and kind of tries to figure out like what's his deal? Who's he really about? Because I think too, with Clara, we were introduced to her as someone who's very innocent, who's more a victim and she's like, just like this poor girl who's, you know, staying with Lady Denham. And I mm-hmm. think we're getting a a little more of Clara's true personality of like just how desperate she is to to like hold on to this potential fortune that could be hers and really stay in Lady Denim's good favor. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing more and more glimpses of like she's willing to do anything to keep her really the sole person who gets all the fortune.
1: She's playing a couple different angles because what we sort of find out is that she is distantly related to Lady Denim. Like the front runner is Edward because he has the Denim name Mm -hmm. and then I kind of don't understand the marital situation but like Esther is his sister by marriage so she kind of like was adopted into this family Mm -hmm. and then Clara is like a poor nobody who we think is innocent but it sounds like she's encountered some ish in her time. Oh yeah. 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 Um and so I think she's trying to get this angle of like seducing Edward so that he cuz something that she says later on is like he's very easily led. Mm. So she's like I'm just going to I'm just gonna leave that <laughs> I'm gonna seduce this guy he's gonna give me his money or like possibly marry him so they can have it but like I think she really wants it for herself mm. so she's trying to play innocent with Lady Denham. so but the thing is so while she's away talking to Edward and trying to be like I know you want me I know you think about me and he's like no I don't um, <laughs> Esther is talking to Lady Denham, and she's like it's nice that you're like taking her in like this like a charity case basically trying <laughs> to convince her that like she doesn't yeah. need to keep housing her And so that freaks out Clara. So she volunteers as tribute, gets in the tub, and intentionally burns herself on the fur Like that was hard to watch. Like "Like, watch her burn her own skin and like freaks out so that it like I think she means to disrupt the she doesn't, like, care about the building of Sanditon. But, no. like, she was trying to get Edward's attention. Trying to, like, basically, like, she knows there's something between the two of them.
0: And, I mean, there was something that where Lady Denim was like, we're going to need to revisit how long you stay here. Yeah. So even that of, like... I need a place to stay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hurt. injured. Oh, no. No. The doctor did this to me. Yeah. <laughs> she does that on purpose, obviously, because she's like, I need pity again. Yep. <laughs> I need to stay in this situation as long as
1: possible. And, like, she's like, so good at it. I mean, there's a conversation later where Edward and Esther talk about this. You're not seriously suggesting that she deliberately wounded herself? I
0: cannot think that was an accident.
1: No one is that devious.
0: Why can't you see it? Are you completely under her spell?
1: When Esther confronts her and she's like, I know you did this on purpose, she's like, you can't prove anything. (laughs) And then... Freaking Esther digs her nails. Oh Oh my
0: god, I hated that so much. Into the
1: open burn wound. (gasps) And Clara doesn't flinch. She's just like, is that the best you can do? She's not human. I want to know what she's gone through. Like, I think Clara deserves her own spinoff series where we find out what the heck happened to her. That's the interesting thing is like, we get no
0: backstory from Clara. We don't even get like, Flashback, like no. what was what was her life like? No. I think that would have been really interesting to know because we only hear it from Clara's perspective of like what happened, and yeah. because of the, the situation too in the woods with um with Edward, where mm-hmm. like she had to do something to like you know so she wasn't disgraced. Like, but she's been through that before. Mm-hmm. It's like what has this girl gone through that's put so much fight in her that she feels like she has to do all these things to really hold on to any kind of life, you know?
1: I mean, like, we have to assume that she's, like, been at the bottom. And she's like, I'm not doing that again. Oh, yeah. Like, like, she doesn't care who she has to tear down to get this fortune so that she never has. She's, like, a Mm -hmm. survivor. That's why, like, she's not... I don't think Esther was off base when she was like, she'll chew no. off her own tail to make, like, to preserve herself.
0: Because I even wonder, like, what was the situation where she had to come to Lady Denim's house, you Yeah, know? we don't and, even see that. What brought her there? And yeah. why wasn't she there from the beginning, you know?
1: What kind of distant relation is she? Because she obviously comes from extreme poverty. If, right. Like, I, I think we can assume that she's not, like, a virgin. We can assume that she's, like, probably been very poor. It doesn't bother her to have her open wound
0: clawed at Because they do such a close up too And I'm like
1: So So like she's willing She's like what else have you got I'm like holy crap Right, she's this the girl, terminator this girl's got nothing no, to lose th- nothing it's insane anyway so another thing that we've mm. been seeing happening is that uh, tom parker is really trying to like push everything to get built right now like he just wants if you could like press a button and have the town build itself he'd do it but he is overworking his builders and they've been telling him for a while like you need to hire more men because we you're overworking. Like, better
0: equipment
1: yeah. we need more men you're over
0: Yes. and Well, like, he doesn't even. That's the thing. Tom never goes in person. He has sent a note through Charlotte, actually, of like, sorry, I'm busy, maybe soon. Mm. And, like, he's not man enough to go up to young Stringer and be like, sorry, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: is any man man no. enough to do that in any story or in real life yeah. ever? <laughs> sorry, he so uh, I made a promise. Not, I'm not keeping keepin it. it. <laughs> not doing that. You know that thing that I told you I'd do. I did not do that, and that Zero brings us to now. Intention. <laughs> the emergency that mm-hmm. we've heard about in yes. the logline is Young Stringer's father, Mister Stringer. A rock falls on him, and he breaks his leg. Thankfully, the
0: doctor's still in town, so he's going to be able to help. But Charlotte, again, we don't know Charlotte's backstory either. But she like jumps into action. She's like ripping off part of
1: her dress. Correction. So like, she tries to rip off part of oh. the dress. Fails. So Sydney rips the oh, dress. Oh yes, okay, got it. <laughs> That's got a very it. important oh, yeah. part. <laughs> Ties
0: it to help stop the bleeding. And she's just like not afraid to jump in and
1: help. I mean, it reminds us the moment we met her in the first episode. The gun. She's like pointing a gun at something. And then she sees Tom Parker's carriage overturn, And she's like, you guys, we need to help. We need to help. So she like helps them out. Tom Parker hurts his ankle. And so she Mm -hmm. like helps him home. So she's... We've seen her for a couple of times now, good in a crisis, but this is the first time Sydney is seeing her good in a crisis. Yeah. So
0: you have like these two men, both young Stringer and Sydney, who are seeing uh, young Charlotte mm-hmm. jump into action and, and take care of Mr. Stringer. And they're both like, who is this girl? Yeah. She's not like, oh, help.
1: We have a man down over Yeah. Now. Like she's getting in the action and she's like, yeah. take, like Tom's house is not far. Like let's take him she's there. Like, get
0: a table. She's like yeah. throwing stuff. I'm sure she didn't, but. She's calling the shots. She's Really like is.
1: get some boiling water. She's kind of making shots, like as if like a baby were gonna be born. Like get some boiling water. Get some clean linens. Get yeah. me a table. Get me this. Get me that. You know, Mr. Stringer's like, don't let me lose my leg. Yeah, that was a huge thing back then. If they could, oh yeah, like Maybe they just work. had to get rid of it. If it if can't work, nope.
0: Mm-mm. Because of the situation, and even Young Stringer is very, of course, emotionally involved. Sydney recommends that he just stay outside during this part. Charlotte, she's like, "I'm not going anywhere. I'm here." Yeah, <laughs> she stays while they set uh, Mister Stringer's leg, even so, holds his
1: hand and has Sydney yeah. hold his other hand so he can like have something yeah, to grip. Yeah, she even
0: is like, "Grab his hand. What are you
1: doing?" <laughs> I know, like that guy could like break her hand. Probably so strong and so I in know. pain and has nothing to lose but his leg and yeah. his life. So thankfully the
0: doctor was there, so he was able to help save Mr. Stringer's leg and his
1: life. Once that's kind of settled, Charlotte steps outside and Sidney... We have our first nice moment between Sidney and Charlotte where he's like, Hey, I thought you were like a silly, immature, opinionated, dumb farm girl... (laughs) and i misjudged but i uh,
0: guess not guess
1: <laughs> not you were really good in there and i'm sorry because i did ask you for your opinion and you gave it and i shouldn't have been so mean to you
0: yeah and i also love that he was like oh yeah uh sorry you were embarrassed that you saw me naked why should i be embarrassed i was really clothed
1: yes very good point well it was hardly fair of you to uh ambush me like that i can
0: assure you it was not deliberate on my part no mine well then
1: well then and i love
0: that sydney gets flustered
1: <laughs> this is the best he's like fine because he's like the obviously like the hottest guy in Sanity, Sure. right yeah yeah so he's like again with like the badington thing i'm sure he's used to women being like ooh ah look at that and yeah so he's just like i have no reason to be embarrassed get yeah he's like but I, I thought I had a great pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally, totally. Like, I wasn't, yeah. yeah. None of us were embarrassed. I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page. I know. <laughs> that was the best. It
0: was. And they're, yeah, they have like this, nice moment between them where they're both kind of like oh okay okay bye. bye which also I mean when she came out to talk to Stringer I think Stringer is obviously way more into Charlotte than she is into him
1: I do like that this is where we kind of start to see them at least become like friendly to each yeah, other like uh, I yeah. I will say it took me a couple of episodes for me to be like oh Stringer yeah he would he would be like the natural option for Charlotte right. because they're both sort of more working class mm-hmm. he's like fun and he doesn't like yell at her right <laughs> You're saying what she wants to yeah, say. Yeah. But what's great is Mr. Stringer gets to keep his leg and he yells at Tom. He's basically like, We've been telling you that we need more men, and this is what happens when you yeah. ignore what I say. And yep. Tom's like, holy crap, you're right. I didn't want any of this to happen. I will hire more men. Making more promises. Yes. Tom Parker. Promise maker. Promise fulfiller.
0: Not so
1: much, not so much (laughs) But I do think it's really classy because Later, Stringer, young Stringer Comes up to Tom and he's like, I'm sorry I yelled at you, which I thought was a really Classy thing to do because he had every right His father was like about to die Or lose his leg and he was like What did I tell you? And that's when he's like No, 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 you were right and I was wrong Sydney and Charlotte have another nice Moment, they're down with the Parker children sailing their boats oh, yeah. down by the lake and we get to see Sydney Parker with children and it's <laughs> extremely endearing. He's adorable. Like, it's, he kind of, this is another sort of like Mr. Darcy moment where like, I remember in Pride and Prejudice like Elizabeth was just like Ugh, he's the worst and everyone was like yeah. yeah he is the worst and then when she goes to Pemberley everyone's like isn't he the best master? Isn't he like the best guy you've ever met in your life? And, and she's, she's like, like where? Uh, <laughs> And I feel like this is another one of those like She hates him and Georgiana hates him And so they've kind of been like isn't he the worst Yeah he is the worst like Mm -hmm. what's up with him This is another moment where he's like good with The kids and we just like see people who are Important to him love him Charlotte gets an idea of just like hey What if Sanditon Had a big event that like Drew people there cause like the whole thing is It's boring and there's nothing happening but what if we threw An event and Tom gets an Idea for a regatta Which I also had to look up basically a sporting event consisting of a series of boat or yacht races exciting it, yeah i guess that is i've never been to one in my I know.
0: life <laughs> i mean it just sounds like a big flashy event yeah sole purpose is to bring people in
1: mm-hmm. and create, like, this big spectacle of an event. I do admire the Parker men for giving Charlotte the credit of coming up with this idea. For, like, one second. For, like, a second. He, like, really
0: almost fully claims the event. I know, event. and then
1: Sydney was like, <clears throat> would you have thought of the a girl, the girl. <laughs> uh, unless Charlotte had told you to, like, have some kind of event. Like, Charlotte yeah. was like, we should have an event. And then Tom was the one who was like... <gasps> A regatta. (laughs) And then I feel like sort of the last juicy thing of the episode is Sydney now likes Charlotte. He now Mm. trusts her and he's like, can I ask a favor? Would you keep an eye on Georgiana for me? See that she's kept out of mischief. I thought you considered me to be a bad influence. Well, is it conceivable that we've had each other wrong? It's hard to disagree with a handsome man who agrees that he's misjudging (laughs) you. Like, I think that's a hard thing to say no to, you know?
0: He trusts her. Yeah. And that's a major development in their friendship to be like, yeah, I said some... Bad things before, I but was horrible to you. I fully trust you, and and can you be like, even though Georgiana has like two guardians already, mm. she's gonna add a third, but because he sees like someone more her around her age and someone she trusts, mm. so it'll just be kind of another inside man into in like making sure she's not up to anything.
1: Well, I think he tried to like buy her friends with the white chicks,
0: and they're and like, it's like a, well, it's not working, and no. so he's
1: like, oh, he ar- she already liked like, Charlotte, yeah. this is the kind of relationship money can't buy. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just like, like, he just bats his stupid handsome face and he's like, <laughs> pretty please, would you keep an eye on her? And yeah, she's yeah. Like, okay, but it's nice because Sydney and Georgiana kind of, like, apologize to each other at the end where he's like, I'm sorry that I was, like, really mean to you. And she's like, yeah. well, I'm sorry that I, like, tried to break the rules
0: every single day. <laughs> And then the episode ends with Miss Lamb opening up a locket. Uh,
1: Where's the locket? Yes. Or some kind of picture frame. Yeah.
0: And she's hiding a picture of a man. Of a young gentleman. Yeah.
1: And we're just like, and then she begins to write. And we're just like...
0: (gasps) who is this
1: young man secret boyfriend and so we kind of get the sense that she's like sorry i broke your role sydney and then she's clearly writing to him yeah
0: yeah yeah so that's kind of where the episode leaves off yeah so where things are at right now are charlotte and and sydney are in a good place right now you know before he was scolding her all the time and now they feel like a little more understanding of each other and gaining each other's trust more so they're becoming more friends young string also
1: becoming more friendly with charlotte i mean he's moved from like guy in background to like (laughs) sort of heroic yeah he stands for the working man and he's good looking he's got a very tall hat which i don't care for it's
0: a very pharrell yeah very pharrell
1: um but i don't dislike the guy yeah
0: so we'll continue to see how things progress in sanditon